Actor and filmmaker Ann Johnston Brown has spent the past 35 years navigating the ups and downs of Hollywood. With a master's degree in theater arts, Ann was a professor at the prestigious American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Los Angeles and is the author of several books published by Smith & Krauss, the world's largest of its kind. Her films on the subject of homelessness have won countless awards, and her voice can be heard throughout the world in a variety of television and radio commercials, as well as the audiobooks of many New York Times and USA Today best-selling authors. And now, she brings to you the best of what she's learned. Welcome to The Actor's Guide. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Actor's Guide. This is an episode I have been waiting to do. This is the episode in which I introduce you. Well, I don't have to really introduce you to this man, but he is my hero. And his name is Lou Beattie Jr. He is a working actor, has been for decades. I don't want to be disrespectful. He is he has been in this business forever. I'm not going to say he's an old guy because he's not because he is playing so many awesome characters. He's done everything you can imagine. Theater, TV, film. It just doesn't end with this guy and he's still working. I cannot wait for you to meet him. Hey, Lou, thank you for joining us on the show. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> you are my favorite person on the planet. But anyway, okay, okay. Well, now all the gush is over. I am dying to to get your story out there for our listeners, who many of which are just now starting to pursue their acting career. And and the the stuff you're going to tell them, you you, you don't hold back. And you know you're not going to pussyfoot. You're going to tell them exactly how it is. I want you to let us know though to start how did you get your start in the business how did you make your first break because i know you 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 trained but what was it that got you into the business of acting well what happened was in the early 70s after college i was a radio ad man i wrote and produced commercials for my clients yeah i met uh, a gentleman named Hank Rolike, who was a, an actor uh, on a show called No Place to Be Somebody. I wrote and produced the commercials for this show. At this mm. point, uh, black theater was not a thing in Detroit. Okay. Uh, uh, and uh, the producer was going to leave town because he wasn't getting tickets sold. I convinced him to allow me to give me his uh, his newspaper budget, put him on radio, and uh, I would produce his commercials. Bottom line is, uh, he was about to leave, but they ended up staying for 28 weeks, grossing $21,000 a week in a, oh, little, wow. a, a little 800-seat theater. Oh, that's big. Uh, so it actually started Black Theater in Detroit. Oh, my gosh. So, so uh, uh, with with that, I met Hank, who was with the show, and he said to me in a conversation, I said, Hank, how old are you? He told me, I think he was 46 or 48 at that time. And uh, I said, gee, how long have you been doing this? I haven't been doing it long. I said, really? He said, yeah, it's never too late. Mm. Oh, boy. There, there are examples of people uh, who, if I were to remember their names, most of your uh, beginning actors would not know. They could look them up. But yeah. uh, the, the answer to the question is, 
I was in radio as an ad man. I, uh, I did a commercial in 1978. It ran for three years. Uh, I was through with radio at that point. I'd done about as much as I could. So I started uh, uh, doing commercials and I got into theater. I took my son to uh, um, an audition for Studs Turkle's Working. <laughs> and um, hmm. the lady said, who sings? My son sat down and I stood up. Oh, boy. I so, know you uh, sing, man. I know you <laughs> well, sing. Oh. Well, I was much better then than now. No, you're awesome, uh, but okay. But I got uh, the um, understudy role for two parts. So I got the acting book on stage as well as doing uh, uh, commercials. And from that point, I joined SAG, mm -hmm. AFTRA, and Equity and began doing that. And that's how I got into business. And then, uh, at which point, though, did you make your way to Hollywood? After being uh, in the union from 81 to 87, mm -hmm. uh, I was still doing theater in Detroit, Chicago, and uh, uh, pretty much uh, pretty much Detroit. Mm -hmm. uh, we got a lot of notoriety for a couple of plays I had just done. In 86, uh, Mom, I Want to Sing, I had a lead. In 87, I had a lead in um, uh, Shucks. Uh, back in the World, which was a story about Vietnam Best, kicked mm -hmm. up a lot of dust. Uh, newspapers had me on uh, yeah. in the newspapers and, and all of that. So you and, had a uh, hand, though. You you really had a hand in getting black theater uh, started in Detroit. Is that what you're saying? No, it, there is no doubt about it. Oh, my God. There's, there, there's no doubt about That's it. That's awesome. Uh, uh, wow. Uh, no doubt about it. Mm. Uh, but... Um, Wow. Oh, 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 my marriage was breaking up. Oh. And I had to get, this is in the mid 80s. Okay. And I had to get someplace where I could support my kids, keep them in the same house they were used to growing up in. Yeah. And, and I had a choice, New York or LA. Okay. Uh, and uh, the spirit said to me, <laughs> go now. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, this is no this is no lie. Mm. So uh, uh, I got a first class ticket to Los Angeles mm. <laughs> <laughs> with a few pennies left over. Not much. Oh. Stayed with a friend, uh -huh. uh, went to uh, went to my friend's house. Mm -hmm. Another friend who was a well-known photographer came by and said, you need to go to this party. Now, remember, I landed on a Wednesday. Mm hmm. On Thursday, she told me I should go to this party. I said, I didn't come here for parties. Mm. You got to go to this party. So I went to this party, a bunch of, I'm in Los Angeles now, a bunch of absolutely gorgeous women. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I could name them. But there was one lady I saw in the crowd, and she saw me. Oh. Her, her name was Rosalind Cash. Oh, boy. If, if any people out mm -hmm. there don't know who she is or was, <laughs> uh, they can they can look her up. Oh, yeah, they will. Uh, so so we uh, uh, we 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 talked at the theater at this party. Not much, but we got each other's numbers. Mm -hmm. And by Monday, uh, we had lunch. Yeah. By Wednesday. She had me at her agent's office. Now, I have not been in Los Angeles for a week. Mm. <laughs> he said to me, what can I do for you? I said, well, I'd like you to be my agent. He says, uh, honey, 
it doesn't go like that. You come, we talk, you go away, we talk, you do some things, I come and see you, we talk. And he signed me the next I day. I bet he did. <laughs> I was on national TV within three weeks. Oh, my God. You broke all the rules, Lou. You broke with, all with, the rules. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going on with Jack A. as her mm -hmm. boyfriend on 227. Two, 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 right. Mm -hmm. And she says, who are you? As we go, uh, she's great. I said, I, I'm Lou from. She, where are you from? I said Detroit. How long have you been here? I said three weeks. Uh, she said, uh, "Come on, if you don't know your lines, they're gonna fire you. Come on, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> so she read lines with you at that moment. Right, right. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I already knew my lines. You knew your lines. Uh, okay. The, the point was, uh, all of these things happened. Yeah. Because, for me, the spirit said, "Go yeah. now." Yeah. For me, I had been doing this for seven years. Yep. I it, was doing I was doing um um theater. Yeah. I was doing industrial film. I was doing print. Mm -hmm. I was the first black Mr. Goodwrench, I think it was nineteen eighty three. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, uh so so <laughs> I don't know how to go on. But now. but the, here's the thing though, so I've taken away a couple great notes from you. Uh and that is you paid your dues. You did a lot of yeah. let's not even mention the fact that you are uh, you were r responsible with others to get black theater started in Detroit. We could do another program on that. I would love to to hear all about that. And then mm -hmm. number but but to me, what you were doing is is you were preparing yourself for oh, yes. your career, and that you said oh, yeah. seven years. So see, I want to get it yeah. through to our listeners that this is not yeah. an overnight thing. Normally, it's no. not an overnight no. thing. No. And no. so, even though, even though you went to L.A. and within what three weeks you were on two two seven, or you yeah. know, that yeah, you still paid your dues. I mean, the no only question. then the only way you probably were invited to that party to be. And by the way, don't forego some of this networking experience. You 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 were thinking I didn't come out here to go to a party, but you did. Right, right, right. Look what well, it's happened. That, it's, it's that Midwest ethic. Yes, you know, we yes. just about work and go home and be on time <laughs> the very next day. That's right. Uh, and I still have that. But yes, yeah. I had my union card yep. in every union necessary to work. Yeah. I had a resume. Some say that. Without New York credits, mm -hmm. you don't get any recognition. And that is true. In theater. With, cer with, with certain people. Yeah. In theater. Yeah. In theater. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, I had all my cards, my union cards, right. and I had been doing it. You had already earned your place. You had earned yeah. a place, and and I yeah. love it. Now I'm going to have to do something, uh, and I may just go ahead and keep recording, and then we'll just split this into two episodes because it'll be so worth it. But mm. uh, here's the thing: I'm only on my second question to you. I'm going to skip forward, but I know we'll go backwards and forwards. We'll 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 get this all in. I want to skip forward, and I want to ask you. First of all, you know, you've done a lot of stuff. And I, I need to ask you who your greatest inspiration was as an actor. But I also am going to tag a little question on what was it like working with the late, great Betty White? Oh, OK. Uh, the first question, mm -hmm. who is my greatest inspiration? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this. OK. I don't know how to answer that <laughs> other than. My high appreciation for those I find to be wonderful actors. Mm -hmm, sure. 
Yeah. Orson Welles, Citizen oh, Kane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thomas Mitchell, Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Arthur Honeycutt, I don't know if you know who he is, but if you ever look him up and you see his face and you hear his okay. southern drawl when he speaks, <laughs> he is great in absolute everything he's ever been in. Oh. I just love really good actors, oh. actors that enthrall. You know, uh, I- I'll say this, the show I'm on right now, uh, um, uh, uh, A Million Little Things on ABC. This ensemble is absolutely wonderful. No, absolutely wonderful. That inspires me. Sure. As I see it, I'm a recurring player. Right. Uh, but uh, when I see what they do, mm-hmm. and these people are all younger than I, uh, yeah. I just love it. That is inspiration to me. If you want to put a face on who might be an inspiration to me and is Regina King. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I worked I worked on the show with her 227. That's uh, where I first saw her. Sure. Way back. But I watched her over the years and I tell you by the time she got to doing Ray yeah. uh with Jamie Foxx. Oh god, that was so my good. I said look at this child mm. and there were others who were really good uh in that yeah. There's one young lady who right now is playing uh, 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 Will Smith's wife mm-hmm. in uh, uh, this brand new film. She was also, in, uh, she also, I just love really yeah. good acting. I don't care. Humphrey Bogart, he was a regular player. Right. He took bit parts until he finally got a part that showed his wares. Mm-hmm. I am a champion of veteran actors who know their craft, right. but just don't get that big shot. Mm-hmm. They keep on anyway, but when they do get the big shot, people say, oh, wow, they're really good, when they were always good all along. Well, and then you also said something, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm grabbing these little notes you're making, and the, and the notes to take away, you said about Humphrey Bogart, and even all the others, you know, you said uh, with Regina King getting started in 227, and how she grew, you take the smaller parts, you, you yeah. know, Humphrey Bogart, he paid his dues, and he, you know, a lot of people say, well, that's beneath me. If you say, if you can ever say that a certain role is beneath well, you, get out <laughs> okay. of the business, man. Well, then, then, then they're not actors. There's, there's a line in the book. There are there are no small roles. Right. There are only small actors. There you go. If you if you look at a, a film like, uh, um, gee, what's the one I'm thinking about? Where the stage manager is the uh, is is like running everything. Oh God. Anyway, all of these people in this film are absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Some roles might have been shot in two days. Yeah. Some some might have been shot in a week. Some all these people. This these are the things that make a film jump out at you sure. because everyone is good. It doesn't matter the size. And if you want to pay your rent. Right. 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 You, and you take the roles. Yeah. If, if you are lucky enough yeah. oh, God. to win a role, yeah. if you are lucky enough right. to be offered a role, mm-hmm. unless it is something that you will not do, yeah. well, take the yeah. role. All it does is stretch what you can. Even if you don't do as well as you think you did, the experience of being around the set, mm-hmm. 
and working with people mm-hmm. and, and picking up things and seeing things mm-hmm. makes you grow. And there's no wasted opportunity. There's no wasted no. experience. And so no. that you know what? I'm going to jump ahead since we're on this subject, and then I'm going to go backwards because I want to touch back on, on uh, of course, the, the the now late great Betty White. But I do want to ask you mm-hmm. on this subject that we're on: Have you ever turned a roll down? Yes. And why? Uh, well, the one role that I remember vividly, uh, I had just done a, a wonderful part on uh, ER mm-hmm. uh, where I sang as an old blues man. Mm. And uh, I, I was really happy with, really happy with how that turned out. And I was asked uh, to do frontal nudity in the next role. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I just could not do that mm. there are i i am sure uh so many people would not be offended to do that mm-hmm. but uh for me with my midwest br- upbringing mm. uh, i just didn't want that right uh, for my kids okay for the children that uh i, I just didn't want to do yeah. that there there were others that i turned down uh, uh, and I can't remember it vividly right. why mm-hmm. there have not been a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Because uh, 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 you've already I made talk- it clear how you feel about, about all opportunities, yeah, yeah. right? And, and, and yeah, and, and I've talked myself out of roles. Uh-huh. I, re- I remember I was offered uh, a role in the first Spider-Man. Really? And, uh, this, this whole thing about um, um, taking uh, roles at scale. I was a veteran. Okay. Uh, this was at a point in time where they were starting to pay huge stars, huge money. Yeah. And what I perceived the producers doing was all of a sudden actors have a quote. If you've been around long enough, you have earned a raise and a raise and a raise. And you get to a point where they say, okay, I want this actor for my film or TV show or whatever. And uh, you have your quote. And your quote is truly above scale because scale was something for beginning actors. But at this point, my quote was not all that darn high. But they were saying that and a lot of roles come out now where it says if your actor won't accept scale, Mm -hmm. do not submit. So all of these veterans who have been around for eons who need to work like everybody else. Are, are posed this question, they have to make a choice. Mm. So your quote had at that point been $2,500. Mm-hmm. So now scale at that point that I'm talking about was $800. Oh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was 600 it was, something. Yes, it was just 600, over $600. Mm-hmm. It was 600 something dollars. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, casting tried to adjust for me, mm. and they raised it, but it still wasn't my quote. No, it wasn't 25. And I was, mm-hmm. and I was no, it wasn't at 25 at that point. It was, it was, it was, it was under a thousand dollars, but it wasn't six hundred dollars. Okay, okay. So, 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 um, so we we couldn't couldn't make it work, and right. they just finally moved on 
from me. <laughs> well, see, and this is the thing, though. You you just said it, though. I mean, these are difficult choices you have to make. Yeah. But once you know, you reached a place. I mean, I'm we're if we're talking to young starting out actors, you know, take the experiences, take you know, take what you mm-hmm. can get. But once mm-hmm. you reach a, a place where, unless it's just something that has a uh, um, you know some spiritual or some some you know internal yeah. meaning for you that right. maybe right, it's right. somebody you just promised a a favor to. You know, we do favors all the time. You're doing me a favor sure. right now, being on this because well, yeah. mm-hmm. we're friends. But I, I, I know that you, you knew at that point that that you know to to even take only a few hundred over scale even was ridiculous. And so yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's what I felt. Right, right. Uh, but I was, I was, you know, I, I ran into a guy who took one day scale, and his first check was eleven thousand uh, dollars. So I said to myself, <laughs> <laughs> I said to myself, hey. You know, my wife looked at me, hey. but, but here, here, here's the real thing. Okay. There are veterans who have earned their quote. Yeah. Right. And you. <laughs> to pay the larger actors millions. Right. Producers have taken from the other actors yes. their quote. Yep. You hear stories all the time about uh, people thanking someone who was in the cast for standing up for them yeah. and getting them some money that is much more reasonable or what the other people on that same level are getting. Yeah. This is what this is all about. Okay. Okay. And so that that's ethics. I think it's ethics. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, well, well, so, you know, sometimes it is need people need the work yeah. and they have to suck it up mm-hmm. and take the work at scale. This is where the industry is Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. So, so everyone doesn't have the luxury of saying no. It's true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone, every, so you have to make a choice. Yep. Yeah, right. and and it depends on where we are at in society. I mean, look at where we're at with the pandemic. A lot of people are just grateful to have a job, and then yeah. and then you're going to look at a time where there's so much work going around, and what you know, why why can't I have what I'm used to being right. you know being paid? That's not it's if, not fair. If, if, if in fact you are financially stable, right? There are people who have kids in college. There are people right. who have kids in school. Right. There are people who have mortgages. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of pressure for people to take that. But and I, like you said, leave. the the great actors who have earned their, they've paid their dues in their, in, in you know, like you with all the years that you put in, and then you've got the multi million dollar quote unquote headliners, and mm-hmm. yet they can't give you just the, you know, just what you deserve. Just a quote. Yes, just, just a the quote. quote. Mm-hmm. Let me let me say this. I know you got you don't you only have so much time. Well, I'm keeping this uh, thing going. We're going to split this thing up. So go ahead. Yeah. If we had actors, Mm -hmm. big time actors, who, when they sign on to do a film, tell the producers, I will do it, but you have to pay the other actors you hire their quote. Oh, boy. You don't have to pay them a dime more, and I do not want you to pay them a dime dime less. less. There you go. Yep. Just their quote what they deserve Mm -hmm. and you got me for this film if we had champions wow like that yeah and i've heard a story recently where chevy chase did that yeah Uh. something on that order wow uh uh, we need champions to say yeah Yeah. okay i'll do your film i love what you got i'll do it you got to pay these people their quote yeah that's all you don't have to make anybody rich 
Okay. Just okay. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm not sure I'm done. if. Uh, well, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure if 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 anyone is listening that could that could make and who, who knows who knows who's listening right now and who, who right. will listen to this. But uh, you know, take note. And there are some people listening now who are just starting out, and you might be one of those that a year from now, two years, ten years from now, you have that that power to make that decision with the producers to say i'm i want uh the other actors to get what they're asking for especially if if it's reasonable like you, you well, well, especially if it is their quote there you their go quote is on paper right. they ask to see when you made this before there you go and your agent shows them that you made this that is your oh book. yeah you're not just coming up with a figure out of uh, blue right, you know right, the blue right. you know this is something that that you've made before or that is in yeah. line with what you're you right. you know you've been making right. mm-hmm. that is right. such great advice for anyone listening now who could do this uh, obviously if you're if you're a multi-million dollar actor you might not be listening to this i hope you are but well, I, someone may know them, yeah. well there you go and there's there's so many people with connections, but I want to believe that the people listening right now to this show can make that difference eventually because we are hoping that all this advice is going to help it, uh, is going to pay off for you in your career. At some point, we'll talk. I'm yeah. sorry. No, go ahead. At, at, some point, at some point, we'll talk about the local hire rule. No oh boy. Uh, but well, I'll wait for you to ask about that if that's going to be something. <laughs> you know what? I'm having Lou Beatty Jr. back on this show. We're going to do a follow-up, but I'm going to be splitting this up anyways because we're almost at 30 minutes. I'm going to keep this thing going because i got to ask you about Betty. I've got about 10 more questions. So tell me about Betty White. Tell me what her, you know, her acting, uh, okay. yeah, her personality was like on the set. And, and let, 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 me, let me say this. Okay. Betty White is one of God's gifts to mankind. I agree. Yep. Yep. I was up close on her, Mm -hmm. with her. We took a photo on my 67th birthday, just she and I. Mm. We were not close. She was someone who was a part of the film, part of the series, uh, I only had so many scenes with her, and I loved those scenes that I had. But what I got from being around her, she is just the sweetest darn <laughs> thing in history. You know what she liked for lunch? No. Two what? hot dogs. Two hot dogs. And they did not have to be kosher. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they could just be regular. How how wonderful is that? And she damn near made a hundred. So and much for health food. With hot dogs. See, this is a lesson for the day, everybody. <laughs> so, 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 uh, <sighs> she, she had, a, um, a personal oh. attendant and she had a driver. The driver had been with her for eons mm. and, uh, the personal attendant, she may have had two, mm-hmm. uh, one from the company, one of her own. Uh, but she was just, the most gracious. No. One. There was a scene. There was a scene. I remember now. Now, wait where, a minute. It was off their rockers. We've got to tell everybody. That's just, right. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm that's sorry, okay. Sorry. I didn't say it either, but we've got to qualify. It's yeah, this, off their rockers. Betty White's off their rockers. Okay. It was a series where the seniors in the series did pranks uh. on uh, other people. <laughs> it was so uh, funny, you yeah, guys. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was this one scene. Yeah. where she and I were on this couch and uh, someone says something to the effect of, uh, let's do a selfie. 
<laughs> okay. I looked at her. <laughs> she looked at me. We both looked at the director and we said, um, what is a selfie? Oh, no. That's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, my God. So, so, so. <laughs> We 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 were we were all talkers. Oh, that's so awesome! And and yeah, now this yeah. was about oh five six maybe seven years I ago. Say I think it was twenty fourteen twenty something like that. Because I was living in in Hollywood and I was teaching at the academy, and I used to go to Runyon Canyon every morning for my run. Right. And one day I'm running down the hill. And I see the great Lou Beatty Jr. down at the bottom of the hill. And yeah. I'm like, why is Lou here? Don't get me wrong. I didn't think it was because you didn't exercise. But I'm like, I'm like, right. what right. the heck? And right. I come upon you and you are secretly surrounded by this huge amount of people because everybody was hiding. You were about to do one yes. of your shows and you had yes. you had set up for this prank or whatever you were doing. Yeah, it was a prank. And it was hilarious because I'm walking. I ran up to you and I'm like, "Dude, what's going on?" And you, you, you were like, "We're incognito," we're, you know. Oh, it was hilarious. Tune in tomorrow for part two of my interview with veteran actor Lou Beattie Jr. Meantime, if you've enjoyed this show and want to join the tag team, go to my website at ajbprods.com slash podcast and sign up for the tag team. We're going to be offering some wonderful opportunities very soon. A uh, little swag if you want to take home or if you want to just be on the show yourself. Uh, we will invite you to actually join the tag team membership. And there'll be three tiers, but that's just a little tease. We're going to tell you more about that later on. We'll see you tomorrow. Tag, you're it. This has been The Actor's Guide. For more information about Ann Johnston Brown or to join the tag team, please visit our website at ajbprods.com slash podcast.